Welcome to the Black Anime Podcast. You see me dead, do you? Well then. Go on. She's all about that ass. You are now tuned into the Black Anime Podcast. Not the same. Bro, that nigga was strong. He just got into the Emma is not on top. Not the same, bro. Not even close. Bro, he could have been the killer. You are now tuned in to the Black Anime Podcast. This is the end of the road. Afro Samurai. Yeah, I'm about to say, what's the topic? No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right? No warning at all. Boy, I'm about to say, I don't, even know, I don't even know what the topic is. Right? Tell me, I'm... Talking about, I barely made it on time. I just said I'd show up and I'm here and, you know, I don't know why I am, but I'm here. <laughs> You're here. That's what matters. <laughs> you know? Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Black Anime Podcast, where we talk about anime, manga, webtoons, comics, cartoons, all that shit and more. It's been a few weeks since you've heard from us. And that's okay. That's okay with me. I mean, y'all still hearing, so that's all I'm at. You know I mean? Um, and you got your main man here, Aaron, aka the Lost Homie, aka the Anime Anthology, here as always. And you got your boy Evan, who's muted. Yo, it's your boy Evan, aka Mr. HBC Anime, aka Great Shields Finest Orphan. What's good with y'all, man? And we got a special, we got a special episode today. We got our homies on the pie, you know what I mean? From It Mob, you know what I mean? Inside the mind of a blur. Go, go ahead, go ahead, introduce y'all sales. Ladies first. Oh. Ladies first. So uh you guys know me. I'm from uh Inside the Mind of a Blurred. I go by Cam Kick, so you can just call me Cam. And I guess I'm glad to be here. Like I said, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm glad that you decided to have us, and hopefully, uh, we leave on good terms. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a threat. That doesn't sound like a that sound like a threat. I God mean, damn! That sounds like a threat. <laughs> we'll see how this ends. <laughs> All right, uh, my it's Bo. You know me as Bo Dundee. Will you see me play? Um, some couple games with the lost homie every now and then. I know I'm it mob. I'm the gamer of the group in the it mob. Um, um, you know, I'm here. Um, a little. I do want to talk. Thank the lost homie for inviting us here as an opportunity to be on that pod. You know, uh, lost homie is a very cool dude. We play a bunch of games with Steve, who sometimes arrives late to the party half the time. But you know, we still All enjoy the game. All the time. We enjoy <laughs> playing game and laughing and. Saying stupid shit and probably getting wasted half the time. So, um, but yeah, it's good to be here. Looking forward to this episode and see what's what's uh, in store for us. Well, uh, last but not least, I guess it's me, Scuba Steve, and uh, I guess everybody... Talk to bad Steve. Spoiler, Steve. Yeah, Remy Steve. Remy anytime, Steve. Anytime you feel like getting your shit off and making fun of somebody, Steve. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> 
the timeline punching bags, Steve. For real, for real. Uh, <laughs> but I'm one fifth of uh, inside the mind of a blurred. Uh, shout out to Alpha and Abe who not here right now, but you know what I'm saying we're gonna hold it down for them. And so you know, I'm I'm about to get. I I thought about that when I said it to y'all. I was like, what about Alpha and Abe? And now, now, now I'm gonna post this nigga like, well, what was not on it? What was I at? I'm like, yeah, you know what? Blame Steve. Nah, a, a, a trash anyway, so we can get out. I didn't even honestly, I didn't even know Steve was supposed to be here. I thought it was just gonna be me and Bo. Yeah, I didn't. Now, see, see, if I didn't bring Steve on, I wouldn't have heard the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I can deal with Abe and, and Alpha. You know what I mean? And, but, no, yeah, you definitely. And, would I've been trying to get on here for uh, how long? A year now. Oh, listen, that that was nobody's fault. You should have been there. <laughs> but instead, you want to go to some uh, mini COVID, barbecue. COVID house party. Little yeah, COVID house party. A COVID household that. party. So, What's you know, like I said, here? I didn't know he was going to be here. I don't even understand why he's here. I know I was asked. Yeah, I was I asked. Know I was asked. So that's when know? this was planned. Because, like, yesterday I got the message, like, you're going to be here at 6.30. And I was like, yeah. But I had no idea. But, all right, you know, I'm here now, though. So, what's so up? So he's just <laughs> out here being nice to whoever. Yeah. <laughs> and, th- and thank you nice again. Like, I've been trying to be on here for, like, a year, though, for real, though. So you you here now, so you know what I mean. Yeah. Wait another year. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, we got a special episode today. Um, I do want to say that our mid-season episode is coming. It's probably gonna come next week. It, I ended up. What happened was what happened was mm. um, I ended up uh, wanted to watch more anime this season than I originally. Was gonna watch because y'all know I watch basically everything, and so there's there's about two three more series that I needed to watch that I didn't start watching until this week. Like I started I started like binging late, so it, it's still coming for next week. So people who are looking out for that, that usually gets a good amount of listens. So people who are looking out for that mid season episode, I'm gonna drop that next week more than like because there's only about one one more episode, one two more series I need to watch that I kept that I forgot about that I remembered. So gonna watch those and drop that. Um, Besides that, we have an interesting episode for today. If you, uh, you know, actually, before I announce it, because Cam and Steve still don't know what the topic is, let's do the what's up. Um, So how's everybody been doing? How's y'all weeks been? You know what I mean? It's Thursday, almost Friday. What 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 y'all been getting into? Uh, Go ahead, Bo, what you got? Um, Yeah, you know, my week has been pretty straightforward, just um, walking, and then after walking, playing some games. I play, I've been playing mostly Destiny 2, um, Genshin Impact on the PS4 version. I also play on the Series S, the Destiny 2 as well, because, you know, graphics is like 120 on the fucking S, so it's kind of like a lot better. So I'd I just stay there if it was like, you know, cross-play. But, you know, it's I, I guess I could hold out until I get a PS5. So, um, But yeah, I've been playing some games. Um, beat the medium. Um, they, I believe it was Sunday night. Cam, me and Cam, Cam was watching me. Minion was a good game. I wish they had a sequel. Uh, well, I wish they do have a DLC to continue because you know, um, it does live in a it does like live in a cliffhanger. 
Uh, yeah, a big cliffhanger. That yeah. that game definitely left me and Bo so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, I so confused. Yeah, I won't say so much about it, but it's a very good game to play on the next gen. So, um, besides that, I've just been like playing a bunch of games. Uh, started Star Wars, the new uh, one, the camera was called the Jedi something, basically, like some. Like wannabe looking Skywalker, I play as him. Ah, uh, wow! You you call my boy Cal a wannabe Skywalker? That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean he's a pretty good person, man. I'm I'm enjoying his his gameplay. So um, I just started out. I'm like just past the first stage, so I'm I'm looking to see how it progresses towards the end. Uh, if, if they're actually gonna like make a sequel to that game or not, but. It's a good game, but that's so that's so far my week. I mean, and Steve have been playing a way out so far. Steve is been a good partner so far. We'll see how it turns yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Holding it down. That's for this shit. Okay, <laughs> what you got? You said uh, me? Yes, you nigga. Damn, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, I've been I've been cooling. Uh, I've been today. Doctor Stone came out. Snowfall came out. Promise Never Trash came out, bro. So I've been, I have my hands full. Um, Attack on Titan on Sunday. I know we all ready for it. Another 15 minute episode. That should be an hour. But you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh my but, gosh. But yeah, I, I've, been, I've been cooling. A lot of anime, a lot of Warzone, chilling. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Cam, what would you got for us? Oh, um, you know, like I'd be telling. My folks, I don't do too much. Um, just been working, and um, I've been catching up on my anime. I've decided to um, kimono Jihen. I decided to just go ahead, and I've been watching the episode, but after this last episode, I just decided to continue on with the manga. I found, and since it's so early on, I was able to find my place in the manga and it's actually been pretty good it's actually been like pretty good so i don't know if anybody wants to check that out but that one's actually pretty pretty good and uh i kind of want to find my place for uh reincarnated as a slime just to kind of just go ahead and get ahead in that because now, because I tend to, every now and then, if I get invested in a series, I'll end up binge watching it, like, rather quickly. Not as fat, fast as Aaron, because I don't think Aaron has any friends. Any friends. Because it doesn't make sense for him to be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. That first season has uh, 1,800 episodes, Aaron. How did you see that? So I'm under the impression he definitely doesn't have friends. So I'm not on the like same like binge wave as Aaron, but I do. And um, also, um, also a lot of trailers have dropped that I'm 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 getting kind of hyped up for. I'm definitely confused, but also hyped for Mortal Kombat. Like I'm a I'm a big fan there, so I do want to see that because I really want to know who the fuck is Cole. Like, I just don't, like, everybody's throwing around their theories on who it could possibly be, so I'm actually kind of hyped for that. Uh, Also, I'm hyped, uh, getting myself more hyped up for uh, Godzilla versus Kong, because I happened to find a YouTuber 
who's even before the movies came out, he seems to be an avid reader of the the um Godzilla versus Kong and just overall the the monster universe reading those comics and he had a lot of information. So I was like, okay, just watching it, I was like, okay, I can see why um Kong and, and Godzilla want to go head to head like he he came into the wrong hood and you know <laughs> shit's popping off. So but yeah, so it's 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 quite a few movie trailers that have dropped that I want to see and I you know I watched uh uh Judas and the Black Messiah. So I'm definitely who I I knew the story before like it actually came to the movie like so I knew the story of Fred Hamilton and William O'Neill as to what happened. It's just seeing it, like just seeing how that played out is it's different than seeing it on screen than, you know, just kind of reading up about it. So there's that. But uh, other than that, I guess not a lot just happened this week. Just just here and there, you know, uh, I'm alive. So there there's that, you know. Actually, actually, like last week, we had fucking Snowmageddon in Texas. So you know, I'm I'm just living it. I'm just living it. Yeah. All right, Steve, what you got? All right. Uh, so I um I just been still continuing on this hundred anime uh, challenge binge or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm I'm already at fifty five. So shit. I think I'm, I'm kidding. At, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I was about to say I'm at 30. And I don't even know why you're trying to front. Just say that you you basically rewatching. Everybody else find a new anime to watch, but the way Aaron binges, he's definitely rewatching at this point. I, I am not. Wow, that's just a lie. Yeah, I, I, I'm just now on 30, so I'm a little behind. I mean, but I mean, I'm ahead of schedule for some people, for normal people, but. Uh, <laughs> Lost home yet? Fifty nine and shit. <laughs> but uh, so I, I've been continuing on through that or whatever, and um, to reading Undead Unluck, still pushing that agenda, trying to get everybody I know to read Undead Unluck. That's my shit. And um, watched Young Justice. I binge, uh, binge Young Justice. I binge Static. Some couple of DC shows and. Really just, you know what I'm saying, doing a little writing and trying to push these logos out and all this other info out for the team or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much just normal nerd shit since I don't have to go to work like you guys and stuff like that. <laughs> Disrespectful. I'm a little tired. So I've been watching I've been I've been watching Steven Universe. Um, rewatching that over the past few days. Still love that show. That show is so good. Steven Universe is so good. Ugh. Peak television. Peak television. I need to, I need to start there. I have never watched uh, Steven Universe. Steven Universe is peak television. It's it's so good. I love Steven Universe. But I've just been watching that most of the week. Um and pretty much chilling, working, um, trying to figure out my life at this point. My life is becoming increasingly more hectic. So I gotta figure out what exactly I wanna do with everything in my life. So I've just been trying to figure that out. Um but besides that, I've been chilling. But let's let's get into the topic. Let's get into the topics. And I don't have too much to, to share here. So if you haven't, if you haven't yet, if you're listening to this pod right now, if you haven't yet, go to YouTube, um, type in black anime. You already know how to spell it, BLXSK uh, anime. 
and watch our video YouTube video on why um, why black people love anime. All right, we kind of shared aired our thoughts on it. Well, um, on, on the topic of it, and now I kind of wanted to discuss it again, but it, with different voices and different people having different ideas and discussions, and, and you know, sharing their own personal experiences and why they believe that people got into the medium. So for this topic, I really wanted to just kind of you know talk about why black people love anime, and and more than just you know, uh, historical context or basically all the shit I did um, in that episode. I mean, uh, in that video, but yes, go check that out. Go check that out. You know, stop listening to this. Go, go, go check that out and come back. All right. Do that. But, uh, yeah. So, um, I think I wanted to kind of like start out with kind of really just like talking about like adolescence, like, like, like what kind of, what kind of, I guess, no, no, not that. What keeps you, what keeps you interested in anime? Because, you know, a lot of people talk about anime being for kids, even though it's not, but you know what I mean? What keeps you in the medium? What what makes you still like and enjoy watching anime? Anybody can answer. Okay, so for me, <clears throat> uh, damn, can't you got your phone out the window or something? What the hell? <laughs> no, it's not out the window. It's just um, I don't know. You ain't you ain't driving to get something to eat again, are you? I, you should mind your business. <laughs> Like the things damn. that you should do, minding your business should be one of them. <laughs> damn, so, Bo, Bo with the snipe. Look, go ahead. That's why he's a gamer. God damn. But, but um, oh, for me, oh, oh, go ahead, Steve. You want to go ahead and uh, string no. some words together? Go ahead. No, it's cool. It's cool. You go ahead. But no, for me, what kind of keeps me watching anime is um. Uh, is is there something for everyone and i know that's so generic to say but there is something for everyone and also the predictability like and and i say that in the sense that there are so many animes that you know what's going to happen but it gets spun in such a way that it's like oh this seems new and you feel like you don't know what's going to happen, but basically you kind of just end up watching the same thing just under a different name and a different character. And I love the fact that there, that there is that aspect of it. Like it's, it's basically the same thing. It's just with different characters and under a different name, but you feel like it's still new to you. And it's only after, you know, you end up finishing it that it's like, oh, okay, this is just like such and such. And then also, I like the fact that even though it can all be similar or the same, it still can end up with different rankings because it just gives you that different feeling. Each one can give you a different feeling. Some of it can connect you on like a human emotion level. So that's that's okay. Okay, we was losing you a little bit that here and there, but we, I got you. We heard you. Okay, okay. For for me, I'm almost on the exact opposite of what uh, Cam said. For me, I feel like um, anime has some of more the, the. I watch a lot of TV in general, like you know what I'm saying. Like just I watch. Oh, well, you don't got a job, so yeah. So I'm pretty much just living life. So like 
anime has some of the most original plots to me than any other uh medium that i've watched like as far as like they just they play with so many different like genres and different uh unique things and stuff like even with fire force they're they're fighting fire you know what i'm saying they're firefighters mm-hmm. fighting fire or something like that and like now even like i'll start watching like other tv shows and movies and stuff like that and then i'm like damn this is just now coming out and it's it's pretty much the same premise as something that happened in anime that happened you know 10 15 years from now so i always feel like it's something original about different anime and stuff like that mm-hmm. stuff that has never been done before and even when they find stuff that has been done done before like uh with my hero they got like you know superheroes and stuff like that they still tweaking it and mm-hmm. in a sense you know it's better than some of the other superhero stories that you already know so like for me it's always it's the originality and the different writing the way they view things and stuff um anime wise as far as that because like I guess I don't know if it's just our movies and our TV and our writers are not as open, like opening their heads up, you know what I'm saying, to get these different stories. But I just feel like I've never seen as much unique stuff as I have um, in anime outside of Marvel and DC, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, it's just crazy. And the originality is what really be keeping me. No, I no, I hundred percent agree. I was thinking about like the scene when you when you and Cam were, were talking about. It's like what what really brought me into anime was that anime. What you think about in early early two thousands, late nineties, when I think Cartoon Network and Disney Channel, Nickelodeon were really at the height of what I would believe is a creativity. Like between like Cartoon Network and Boomerang, Boomerang showing you all the old shit that was mad creative, and then Cartoon Network bringing you new stuff that like I think really you know which which you you really would believe would shift the paradigm on like you know cart American cartoons because they were all like heavily 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 influenced by anime, but like they had like an American spin on them that made them interesting. But then like we kind of get to where we are now and where you know American cartoons. And like you said, unless it's really like a DC or Marvel thing, them shits is low-key trash. Or or like, I mean, like you got some stuff that's like good, like Infinity Train, but that's like an HBO Max only thing. But I mean, like you actually go to the channel and it's like, like you make, you make the jokes, but it's for real. Teen Titans Go is on 20, like at least 20 hours a day. And you're like, nigga, what? Like you used to go, you go back on Cartoon Network in like 2005 and there's fucking, there's a hundred different shows on one day. Uh, Steve loves some uh, Teen Titan Go, so don't, yeah, I don't talk too much about it. He he seems to love the hell out of some some Teen I, Titan Go. So the thing is, the Teen I mean, Titan. I like it too. It's yeah. it does it, it it does make fun of like most of the DC characters and like the trilogy jokes here and there. Like, it's not it's kind of hard. I don't I don't, I don't have a full problem with the show. I think it's oversaturated. You know, like that's like, that's a problem. Like if, if Teen Titans Go was not on twenty hours of the day on fucking Cartoon Network, I wouldn't I wouldn't even bring the shit up. Yeah. But the fact that it's like it's like their it's like their bread and butter now. It's like that's all they show. And then like Nickelodeon keeps fucking remaking SpongeBob's and and fucking adding kids on fucking uh Timmy Turner. Like nigga, let them die. Let them die. Mm-hmm. Make a new goddamn show. Fuck. Or yeah, let him grow up. Do something different. Like stop rebooting Ben Ten. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, is it feels like 
American animation has not kept up with the creativity and the diversity of um, Japanese storytelling. So we get uh, even Korean storytelling, even Chinese storytelling, like like other 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 countries like are having this like renaissance of different but- and interesting storytelling that i feel like in, in america we're, we're we're having a lack of right now like we get like i said i, I said it's like we get we get four maybe good different and like uh, cartoons a year right but, but uh, in J- japan or like anime we get like 15 a season but with that I mean, Aaron, talk death, no. I, wait, what happened but aaron what i was gonna say to oh i'm sorry go ahead no nah, go ahead that was, that was my fault Oh, okay. So what I was going to say, but Aaron, to your uh, point with America, you got to think about the fact that America has different standards than, you know, like Japan or Korea or like a Chinese uh, animation. uh, Because by what they allow to be shown is totally different from what America will like allow. Because America's more so they're about like sneaking kind of jokes and and uh, like adult type jokes or adult type commentary under the guise of being, you know, like joyful and, and kiddish and stuff like that. Just the stuff that they can get away. And then you have like Japanese uh, animation like you can have a regular everyday uh, animation and it's got like freaking, you know boob shots and panty shots or um what was it uh shin shin is that is that the one bring up shin shin that's evan's anime right there yeah yeah so if you look at that although it's like involving a small kid and even it's not just necessarily for kids but with it being animated you know he was always showing his ass like literally every chance he got and just like in the jokes and stuff like that so that could be allowed and then you turn around and you have like american animation and it's like that wouldn't go because it's too out there and too far so and then if they do get something that's kind of like just good it's not going to be as out there as um as um you know, Japanese animation, like uh, you were talking about, like Steven Universe. Steven Universe is actually really good. But if you notice, if you pay attention, there is a high number of, you know, lesbianness. You know, like actual, like, uh, female relationships. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they've done it in such a way that it's not, it hasn't been taken off the air because if they were any more like out there about it, believe me, somebody's extra conservative parents would have been uh, called up and got that taken off a cartoon network quick, fast, and in a hurry. But then you have Japanese animation. They flat out, they have a whole section based under, you know, male, male, and female, and female animation. Like they, they have it. And it's shown, but it's and it's plain to see, and you can tell like right away. But if they tried to do that, like in American man, uh, animation, it wouldn't fly because they can't handle too much in your face stuff unless you go into like a private, like um, 
a, a private streaming service or something like that because uh <coughs> sorry like young justice that's my shit like i was so happy when they uh brought it back like that was the whole reason i even ended up getting the dc universe uh streaming service like once they switched that streaming service and they were able to kind of go on a more kind of underground-ish and not like regular tv or regular public cable tv like shit was popping shit well shit is popping on that but if you just kind of do that comparison like it it just doesn't there there's no way that they'll be able well, to I wasn't, catch I wasn't up basically what else. But I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't really speaking on that per se. I was talking more so like, even though, even though like American cartoons aren't as in your face for the most part, except like on like Adult Swim or on like streaming services, we still at least got like a lot of shows that showed a different, different atmospheres, different like stories, different. And they, and they did a good job. Like Steven Universe has like lesbianism, lesbianism or whatever in it but like it also deals with like loss and it deals with death and it deals with growing up maturity it deals with all these things right and it's like and some of it's in your face some of it's not and but but the the idea more so is that there is so much diversity on the television when it comes to different types of stories being told like steven universe was coming on the same time we had adventure time uncle grandpa Maze more to gumball and like so there was a, there was like a lot of different shows to watch a lot of different things to watch that was interesting that even even if you weren't necessarily into anime or something like that you still had like a lot to watch a lot of different stuff to watch like in anime was anime is a different fix because it does different things but just the idea that there was so much different stuff to watch it made it more interesting and, and more alluring to pull you away from anime me like now, since it's, I like I watch car uh, all the cartoons I watch are from ten years ago, or like you said, like Young Justice or or stuff that's on like HBO Max. Like I don't really watch new cartoons, stuff me like Craig of the Creek, because it's not like because it, 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 they don't do anything. Like they they like we we're getting a fucking another rebooted SpongeBob. We're getting another fucking rebooted goddamn um uh Timmy Turner. We get another like I don't I, I don't nobody like nobody wants that. Well, like, I, when I was saying the originality, I even felt like even with the like the adult TV shows and movies and stuff too, I feel yeah. like anime is still more original than that. Because like I think they came out with what that movie on uh, Netflix, The Old Guard, and I'm yeah. like, this is Ajin, just a live action Ajin. Like is it, like these, <laughs> these premises, it's like they all been done. I seen I saw him first in anime and I'm like, dog, it's, it feels like they have more original ideas right now. And that's what's really mm -hmm. hooking me in, I guess mm -hmm. anime wise. But that's where I was going with. I it wasn't just cartoons in general with me, because I obviously I know that anime is more adult themes than the cartoons that we have over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I, no, no, I, no, I I agree with you. I was agreeing with you. That's just how I feel because I was I was just thinking about that when you guys were talking. I was just like there's really no, you know, there's not a lot of cartoons on TV today that I can really sit back. Because I, I was watching t I was watching cartoons when I was in college, which wasn't long ago because I'm like, me, me and Evan is still young. But like, yeah. I think it was like... It, <laughs> Are you taking I'm, shots? No, I'm taking shots. Taking taking shot. shot. <laughs> 98 babies. I'm not gonna stand like a shanty and taking shots at thirty plus people, um, but. <laughs> Ooh, 
that was very specific. That that was Did very specific. He said 98. I feel Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's my point. It's just like, you know, cartoons, it just I just the diversity of it. But um anybody else got something to say for that? Before I continue, because I've like had to keep repeating myself. I about to say we didn't get Evan's take on it. We didn't get Evan or Bo's take. I just realized um I just realized Bo didn't tell us um why he got into anime or why he well, I need neither did Evan. Neither of them Evan Evan and Bo didn't say nothing yet. Well, yeah, I'm going to say something. Um, so the reason I got into anime is because it was very different compared to what I watched growing up as a kid. Um, when I first watched um, Dragon Ball Z, because it was usually like the most talked about like anime at the time when I was growing up, it was different. There was like a lot of shit going on that I know it was kind of like unique. Because the first time I saw Goku do a Kamehameha, I was like, wow, that's cool. And, you know, when I go back to watching, like, you know, um, back then I used to watch, like, um, Avengers, the old Avengers, uh, Avengers, uh, Last Stand, uh, X, the old IMM um, cartoons and the Hawk uh, cartoons. I used to watch all that. And then when I started watching that, it was, like, very unique to me. So I was like, you know, start watching anime. And as I watched anime, um, as I continued watching anime, I saw a lot of difference. Like, you know, the like anime tend to express a lot of emotions and twists that you won't see in like today's Americans cartoon. because uh, you know, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Americans, but like I I dig like, you know, um the Amazing World of Gumball, Total Drama Total Drama Island um kids next door i did all that kind of but you know but anime if you like want, if you want like to like experience like more like to see more like emotional and like action you know like, you know like twist anime is like one of the best is the place to be if you're looking for that because you know i watch a bunch of anime and i'd be like oh shit i wasn't expecting that and i'd be like you know like well they, you can you never see this in a um in a cartoon in america you no, know, anime is just surprisingly like fun to watch. That you like, you know, I just watch anime because it's fun to watch, and the comedy is different. That you know, the, that some of them you can actually like relate to, like real life, like what the comedy are saying. Because even if you watch, uh, for example, if you watch like Jesus Kaisen, I know um, Jesus Kaisen started like using like some stuff like, that we can all relate. Like you know, um, fucking um, Ishidori talking about. Jennifer Lawrence is a fine girl. Like, okay, you know, you like American girls? I, I dig it. Okay, cool. You like, okay, Jennifer Lawrence is is hot. I can admit, yeah. But you know, they they, they do throw out some stuff like that in there. Everyone was not anime because you know, anime is like not like restricted on like things like you know, like to say because they always like have like something to say that you can relate to or know about in real life. So that's why I like watch watch anime because they seem, they tend to like give you more interesting things going on than just like um you know like regular anime like regular cartoon would like would provide yeah just to uh piggyback off that um i like anime because of its attention to detail that they take with their stories um like when you watch an anime you always gotta be on your toes because you can miss something that's very subtle and and then it's really important to the actual plot of the anime that's what really got me into anime like with um with American cartoons, you feel it's like it's like you're watching, it's like you're watching endless filler with American cartoons. Like the story doesn't really go anywhere. It's just a matter of 
can this episode entertain you enough to just keep watching? But with anime, it's like the uh, from start to finish, you got to pay attention to what's going on in certain seasons, certain episodes that will backtrack or or uh, pop up later on in seasons or or in finales and episodes and stuff like that. And that's what I love about anime is it's something that's like. It's like a, a a game between the the viewer and the creator. Like, can you spot can you spot this that I left that was very important, or did you miss this that I left that was very important that you know pops up later on in the anime? You're like, oh wow, I missed that. Or, oh wow, uh, I knew that was gonna be important or something like that. So that's why I love anime. Yeah, facts. I agree on that. And it's yeah, like, I agree on that too. I think anime was the first time I watched something and I like as far as like animation wise where I was like, yo, this story is a uh, linear where most of the time when I was watching cartoons, it was just like once this episode is over, nothing else matters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I agree on that for real. I think I think that's something that like um, would you actually would you would you feel that that's something that like would grab a lot of like black audience necessarily? I think. Me purposely, I think the I think the linear story does help, but I think it's I mean, well, this is kind of getting into the territory which you know Cam brought up with how the storytelling is done just differently in uh, cartoons and anime. I think I think cartoons wise, black people we look for you know something like Craig of the Creek, right? Which Craig of the Creek is for the culture, and like I think that's really dope that we have a show like that, and that's what we look for from from let's say that's that's what we've I don't know I don't know I don't want to say settled. But as it's kind of like, I guess, also kind of like what we look for with like American cartoons, because cartoons really are just, you know, you know, they're basically just like, like Evan said, kind of just filler. It's just you're just kind of enjoying that 15 to 22 minutes of show. Actually, less than that. Usually it's like 11 to 20, 22 minutes of show. And you're just like you're just, just seeing one small story um, of like a person's life. It's just day to day life. I guess you could say most. Most most cartoons are what slice of life, then I guess, right? Like most American cartoons are slice of life, but for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure, yeah, so <laughs> just they're just slice of life. Um, and so like we so we look for that kind of representation that way. But you know, when people talk about anime, black people especially, we don't talk about it, even though we love seeing black characters in anime. That's not a, that's not that's not a lie. We do love it, but we kind of talk about more so how the storyline aligned with you know, our own personal lives or related to us at a level that um, we didn't think was possible because of what we've seen with, you know, American stories. So um, that's kind of, I, I say that's like a, that's a loaded question, but yeah. But uh, what also I think a lot of black people don't actually, I don't know, maybe they're scared to admit or they don't necessarily always talk about it. But in the way that people describe it, the way um, black people tend to describe it, nobody flat out just mostly says that it's an escape. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of um, black people, it really was an escape and it definitely expanded their imagination and kind of took them away from the mundane everyday things. So I feel like um, <clears throat> it was definitely an escape for a lot of people. And that also plays at times into people who, you know, those um, men and women, girls and boys who uh, get too invested in it. They, they get too invested in it. And sometimes they have very bad reactions to like non-existent things 
because it was their escape. And so, you know, they kind of get protective of it. So they kind of have, they lash out if kind of anything is said about their favorite anime or their favorite character or so on and so forth. But it just goes back to, for a lot of Black people, a lot, a lot, it was an escape. Mm -hmm. That's big Mm -hmm. facts. Yeah, I can agree that. I think that, I think sometimes we use escape in the wrong, the wrong sense because it wasn't escape, but at the same, I think it wasn't escape, but I think it's an escape necessarily from seeing yourself be oppressed in a sense, right? It's an escape that you, that you, that you're an escape seeing that you see someone succeed in the oppression that you yourself faced. So like, it's an escape, like I'm not going through it, but I feel joy in this person and this person being able to succeed in something I don't see possible in my own life. Necessarily, if we talk about that, like so, like I mean, Naruto is always the biggest one to come up with because, or Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball too. But the idea that a lot, a lot, I feel like a lot of black people saw themselves in Naruto at first, you know. And as you meet more of the cast, you like other characters, obviously, but or like Rock Lee or something like that. But you see yourself as Naruto as a as a child that's oppressed, and he has the power the the actual power you know what i mean because black people a lot of black people in in our country feel powerless and if he has the actual power to change his surroundings so we kind of see it as an escape in a sense that i i see it as uh, like as someone that has the power to do things i wish i could do because you know for a fact if, if black people had the power to do what naruto could do then this this this, this country would be a lot big a lot different country It'd be a very different country united states of america would not look the same so <laughs> and that's and that's the thing it's like so i think i think sometimes we use escape as wrong i think people get up in arms about it because you that relatability is a big thing about it and you don't want to i think some people don't want to face the reality that they wanted to escape from something and that they found the joy of being able to achieve the success over the oppression of the success over their situation through that anime that they can't achieve in real life so they get very protective over it because that is their that is their uh what's the word not success but that is their i can't think of the word right now but like that's that's their whatever it's called i really can't think of the word it's pissing me off because it's like it's like running tip my tongue but that's that that's like that's where it takes them like it's like i think that's why i always think that like different than like american stories most almost all shows in general have some type of lesson even if it's like some lessons are like real hardcore you know what i mean and some aren't but anime for the most part has a lot of most of the times are especially the more popular shows have real hardcore lessons real hardcore themes and it's in your face like they don't they don't hide it it's like a lot of times they're they're trying their best to tell you like the issue like the tackle on titan is like the most obvious one of the biggest most obvious showings of racism you know the holocaust you know oppression discrimination you know all those things like ever like to the point to where like these characters like like gabby that's a coon that's a motherfucking coon like i didn't like when i first when i first watched it and i saw gabby at first i was like you know what she just don't understand and then she got to the island and i'm like yeah nah this bitch is crazy like she a coon like she really think she wanted the good ones and that's the thing it's like it's it's like like i said you can't watch I feel like you can't really watch Attack on Titan as maybe a black person or a person of of color. Well, a black person or like somebody of oppression and and not see those 
and not see Aaron, you know, like fight back against Reiner in the beginning of the season, and well, well, in the season, and not get excited like, yeah, they fucking up the oppressors, like, yeah, like, yeah, they not letting them niggas walk all over them no more, like, they killing them niggas, like, you, there's no way you watch you watch that and not feel that some type of you know happiness or uh, or glee in in that for that reason. If you get what I'm saying. So like. With Attack on Titan or whatever, like there's definitely like a lot of times where I'm like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the way that they presented it, especially um, from the standpoint of they were basically depressed and were, you know, treated like devils or, you know, however they wanted to word their wording for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, they just basically are rising up at this point. So now they're trying to get to this point where they're trying to show that there's two sides of the war and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't give a fuck about that side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you already sold me on this side and you pretty much let us know, you know what I'm saying, how these motherfuckers felt about them and stuff like that. So like, I, I'm with you on that Gabby shit. Dude. Like, I don't give a fuck about that side, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny you brought up lessons and uh, like messages, and that's like the biggest problem I think people have when it comes to American cartoons or American adaptations and stuff like that. For because take a uh, Death Note for example, um, you know, quite you, it makes you question the main character's morale, makes you question your own morale. Like, whose side am I on? Am I on the side of uh, per se justice? government and then light killed because it's not right to kill people under your own accord you can't play god or am i on light side where if we don't have criminals in the world then the world's a better place but who's a criminal in your eyes and all these it makes you question so much and then you go to the the adaptation of death note and it just turns into some light just wants a girlfriend and now they're he finds a girlfriend that's into what he's doing and they're just killing people and it's like mm -hmm. When it comes to American stuff, it's like they don't really, they don't really try to push your mind outside the box to make you actually think about things. They just, I don't know what they do, honestly. They just want your attention for something. They might, I guess they look at what's trending around the world and in the States and just go with that. Or I don't know how their thought process is, but it's like they don't try to, they don't try to send you any philosophical messages or you know, make you question things on uh, how would you handle this or how would you handle that when it comes to their shows. It just, it's just there. Agreed, and it's like it would took it would have took them like if you're you're writing or directing a movie for a adaptation, like a Death Note adaptation. Like, wouldn't you want to get close to the source material? Because like the person that obviously directed this movie, he probably got the basics of Death Note, and that was it. <laughs> There's no way he can. He sat there and even just watched the little anime, the 24 or 26 episodes. That's all you would have had to do to get the right basis of it. But instead, he probably got the, the you know, the borderline gen generics of it. And then he just basically came up with whatever he put out. Because it's like, even with Light, like being all lovey-dovey and kind of like dependent on his uh, girlfriend and shit like that, they took away his poise and like the things that made him stand out and different. And really the character that he was in death note Facts. they like took out all of that you know what i'm saying and like i knew it was going to be bad the second that ryuk showed up and light started screaming like 
basically like screaming like a coward, like trying to escape and stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be bad. Like it was just immediately from that moment on, you just knew that it was going to be some trash. And it's like they took away from the actual uh, the actual writing that the uh, anime um, writers had put in place with that character. And they just, like you said, they went on a whole different drift from what the actual storyline was, where it was supposed to be like on the right side of good and evil, more so of just let's just do this shit just to do this shit. You know, that's that's a good point. I mean, because talking about like, as I said, lessons like that, it's like, when we, that's why I, it, it hurt. It makes me like not excited to see um, like the Cowboy Bebop sessions. They took out Ed and Ed is like that much needed levity of the series, like because it's supposed to be heavy. And that makes you feel like they're going to take out some of those elements of Bebop that are really heavy and are really, you know, are um, are really grounded for a series that is supposed to be out, not say outlandish, but like sci-fi, like space sci-fi, where they're flying around like that. Something that's like unrealistic in our time. And they're gonna take away that one point that grounds the entire group. You know what I mean? Like, I believe we're not getting Ed. I don't even think we're getting Ayn. I don't remember. But it's just, it's just, it just feels like, you know, when, when America tries to um, bring something over to his audience, it's like, and I, and I get, and I get not having a one-to-one adaption every fucking time. All right. It worked for the MCU. So I can understand not wanting to have one-to-one, but there's some things that have to at least have a 90 to 10 or uh, a 95 to five or something like that. Like it has to be mostly that show it's like it's like it's like even with their own properties like the avatar last airbender live action is horrible because it takes out all the things that made avatar last airbender endearing that made it you know interesting like like even something as simple as change which is simple but very big as changing the bending from like having to have like a you have to have a source for bending is like what like yeah, that was stupid, the fight fire just can't fire just can't come out your hands that was so. Dumb. And I'm just but, like, but you know, he he straight up saw like one episode and just decided to like run with that shit. Like he mm-hmm. didn't check for anything else other than what can I do with this uh, episode to make it into something long. It's like you had source material and you just dropped <laughs> the ball hard on that. Comics. You have a you have a whole comic series, graphic novels two different shows and it's like you just kind of just do whatever you want but that's like but I, but and i mean it's i don't want to dunk on, on on america because we've we've made like really good cartoons at the time but it does just feel like there are a good amount of shows that and they're, they're the main amount of shows like the main shows like that are on television all the time not like the main most popular ones but the ones that are on television on time just lack the depth to um compete with you know ones in anime and i think it has to do something with the conservatism but also has to do with you know just i don't know maybe it could be with the maybe it could i mean i mean that's the biggest thing maybe the big thing is just the conservatism like just the fear of going too far outside the box and then next thing you know you got angry white moms calling you on the phone it's something like too angry white moms you know calling you emailing you making twitter twitter hashtags to try and get you canceled well, that's that's like everything. That's like pretty much everything in America. Like, I mean, it's not gonna make a difference. I mean, um, but yeah, like you were saying. But in all, in all, um, in my opinion, I think people 
who are trying their best, like you mentioned, like when you mentioned the last avatar, uh, Airbender, I think people don't, like you said, like you said, they don't use too much of the material. Because that's why we get live reduction animes that kind of suck, like Dragon Ball Z, uh, fucking um, Ghost in the Shell, Bleach. <clears throat> I guess Bleach was all right <laughs> to some extent, but it was Bleach is decent. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'd probably give it like a four. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> It was decent, so I can't really say I hate it. The uh, the live live action of Attack of Titan, it was kind of, yeah, it was all right, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they some some of them do look at the material, but then if America is trying to like make an live action or something, they need to at least actually like take that time and watch like the whole thing enough to like have the source material or just read the fucking web like they got the whole story online so they can just read through it and then like at least like watch some of the, the materials but america doesn't really do that nowadays because you know they just tend to like make an live adaption anime like hey kids kids say my kids say that you know this anime is really good oh yeah let's make a live adaption of it and try and get america to watch it and then we finally get to see it and it's just trash at the end so like I said, you don't need to like read use the material. And I think if they did, the live adaptions would be actually like a lot decent to watch. Um anime. So that's true. I think um yeah, that's true. I think it's it's it it's it could be like a translation problem also. Um I think another question I had is like um is there any representation in anime you think like really touched you that like makes you feel like in a way that like yeah, like this this you know I mean this anime is made for niggas or like they they, they made this person perfect perfect purposely because they know black people be in anime like that. The Fishman Island arc of One Piece. Mm. God damn that nigga spit. Because <laughs> every that black nigga. person that watched that arc knows that is specifically about niggas, <laughs> and you cannot tell nobody <laughs> otherwise. Which anime? One Piece. Uh, One Piece. It's, it's a it. Fisherman Island arc. It's a, um, <laughs> I was just to say, yeah, you you talked to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's all right. So it's post time skip. So it's after the whole. I know everybody knows about Ace because you feel me. Ace is like a trending topic, even if you don't watch. But it's post uh time skip after Marine Ford after um Ace dies and the gang they all go on their uh training because uh Kuma sent them to like different uh dimensions and stuff. Um, and so they all meet back in this one spot and they go to Fishman Island. And Fishman Island is a uh, underwater city that's home to fishmen, mermaids, everything under the sea. And I mean, even if the fishmen's like design, like if you look at their hair, their hair is pretty like it's like coarse 4C hair. So it's like, I don't know, fishmen to me just they just they black people. That's what even though there's black people in one piece, but fishmen remind me of black people as well. But, um, yeah, well, go ahead, my fuck. No, nah, you good. I was just saying, One Piece got a, a lot of like representation as far as for us, like black mm -hmm. people in there. They got like quite a few of them, of, like all the um, the admirals. I think all the admirals are black, you know what I'm saying? For like, sure. So the they, Usopp, what's his name? Uh, Aokishi. I, I don't know, I really know how to say his name. I'd be always butchering his name, but yeah, Aokiji, yeah, Akinu, um. Even Brooke, like the original Brooke. Yeah, facts. Because that's an afro. Or a Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> this is an afro. <laughs> but so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so basically, and if you look at like the story of Fisher Tiger, which is in that arc, 
um basically what's happening is the fishmen they want to be uh they want to be included like uh every every year or so they have this conference this big conference with uh all the the rulers of their respective kingdoms and stuff and the fishman city wants to be included because they want to film me have a say in what's going on in the world because it feels like everybody else has a say and they don't have a say and also the people of like people in general they don't look at fishmen as people they look at them as just savages like it doesn't matter like animals that's what they look at them as so this guy named fisher tiger he uh goes on a voyage and i forgot really what his purpose of when it was, I think it was just to like show people that fishmen weren't like the animals they think they are or whatever. But he goes on a voyage and he ends up becoming a slave. But he, I think it was yeah. a slave to the celestial dragons, if I'm not mistaken. But he ends up becoming a slave. Yeah. And somehow, some way, he escapes. He comes back and he tells the mermaid king, he's like, "Yo, it ain't it. Like people, people not messing with us. We just did this whole little." Uh, journey around and it's like I can't do it like it's no hope it's hope but it's no hope the only hope is in the next generation so he leaves uh, he goes on uh, another voyage and he brings his crew he brings he makes a pirate crew and they uh, I, they their whole purpose was to find people that were slaves because he saw that people were slaves along with the fishermen but his whole, their whole point was to find people that were slaves and fishermen that were slaves and free them. So they uh, come across this one girl, this little girl that was a slave. And he remembers her, I believe, because either or somebody was like she was a slave when in the same like area that you was a slave. So he brings her on his ship to uh, take her back uh, to where she's from. And they see like this girl is broken. Like, she's she's trained to do whatever anybody says and smile while doing it because if she don't then somebody's gonna get shot and she's not trying to die basically and he's uh they're trying to teach her like yo that we're not like this isn't what what it was when you was a slave like we're you don't have to do none of that we understand like that's what you grew up on but we want you to be you um that's not the world like the world isn't just evil like that and eventually she uh she uh like uh starts to reject like who she was like she starts to realize like she's no longer a slave she could be herself and she starts to love the fishermen and they finally get to uh her hometown and they bring her home and what do the people do instead of saying thank you they set them up and they call the government on them and the the government like pulls up on them starts shooting everything fisher tiger gets hit and he just, Fisher Tiger is just in shock. Like, he, he gave up. He's like, yo, it is really no hope. Like, I hate humans because whenever we try to be nice, what do they do? They backstab us. We just brought the, a, a little girl back that was a slave to humans, by the way. We just brought her back, and they didn't even thank us. They just looked at us weird. They called the government on us and are trying to get us killed. So there's really no hope. But he doesn't want to believe that because he still has, like, a little bit of sliver of hope in his mind like there's hope in the world it's just not right now but fisher tiger's about to die and he needs a blood transfusion and he's like uh they're like we can do it because it's like it's no problem we could do it but we have to use human blood to save you 
And he's so he's so done with humans. He he's so like just over it that he's like, no, nah, I would rather die than have a blood transfusion that involves human blood because I cannot be. I don't want to be associated with humans at all in any way, shape, or form for as long as I'm alive. So Fisher Tiger dies, but before he dies, he tells his crew like, even though I hate humans and I can't be saved from it. Don't let the next generation see this because there's hope in the next generation. That's the only way we're going to break this curse of, of hatred and stuff like that. And um, that's just Fisher Tiger's story. But the rest of the arc itself is just about uh, what happened after Fisher Tiger. And that, that part of the arc was very good as well. But it's Fisher Tiger's story to me that's just like, wow, that's exactly how a lot of black people feel in this world. And yeah, and, and for me, that's one of my favorite arcs ever because of how relatable it is to black people. It's like, yo, this couldn't be any more on them uh, with how we feel about being black in this world uh, today. And yeah, I love that arc to death. I could talk about that arc for, for a long, long time. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's facts, though. I mean, yeah. and that's I guess the thing like with anime, anime does anime does representation without also showing representation, which is a big thing also. Like, and it's not always disrespectful. Sometimes it's, but it's not always. Um, I think for me, it would have to be. I mean, I gotta go back, reach back. I, gotta, I think this. Everybody got references, but it gotta be gotta be Champloo. I think that's the first time. I think just you know, I mean, Watanabe did an amazing job, Nujbez and Fat John and all them did an amazing job just like interweaving, you know, hip-hop and black culture into an anime that doesn't feel like it's stealing. It just feels like, oh yeah, it's supposed to have this here. Like, why? what, what else would it have? What the fuck? Like, and it's like that idea that, I mean, like, black culture is like, like, black culture is it can be used in so many different ways but it all depends on how you use it appropriately. You know? And like, we talk, a lot of people talk about now, like, you know, black fishing and that dumb shit and all that. But you understand, like, Watanabe understood the respect that you got to show to black culture, and he did it multiple times. Multiple times. That nigga has put down on the game and said, I'm a double down, triple down. And that nigga understood it. And it's like, you don't, and like, you understand, like, that that, that, like that underrepresentation that black people have and their culture has, and you see people steal it and take it like that, but Champloo was like, yeah, nah, I'm, a, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna enlighten some folks. I'm gonna go ahead and go hard in this motherfucker. Go hard in motherfucking paint, and it did it. And that shit, that shit is just amazing. I just, I really can't. I've watched Shampoo so many times just because I can't stop watching it. I can't stop enjoying so much of it. And then I probably say like the Boondocks too. You know, niggas tired of calling that an anime. That's, not, that's an anime. Madhouse animated as season two. So y'all can suck my dick on that. Um, but Boondocks definitely, I feel like it, it, it did a good job of bringing a lot of, a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas to anime. One, I think it's one of the main things, especially like, you know, people who were like, older than me at that time, but it brought a lot of niggas to anime because that, that it was a direct link. You watch the Boondocks, you was you was linked to anime, in my opinion, because that's the only that's the only thing you else going to see that has that same animation, that same um, type of uh, even even storytelling to the point. Like it did a good job of interweaving stories um, through its shorter seasons, which I think is what also made it uh, really well done. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, I, I think that's, I think for me, that's what it is for me. Yeah. So like some things that I would say that I don't know necessarily if they represented us in a good way, but they just like, they knew that this was something 
that was that was going to get black people kind of like into anime or kind of have that culture type thing. They had the hip hop vibes and everything and Samurai Champloo that I feel like, you know what I'm saying, immediately like had us kind of drift towards Samurai Champloo Hell yeah. with all the hip hop vibes. You got Mugen with the fucking Afro and shit like that. And I feel like that was a real good one. I also, obviously we got Afro Samurai, which was representation. I was about you know to say that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we, we got that one off the bat. And then on top of that, they gave you Samuel Jackson and Phil Lamar as the two voices. Yeah, so it was like, that's perfect for us. And then another one I want to say, um, I'm not sure if you guys seen uh, Michiko and Hachin. Mm-hmm. For sure. So with, with Michiko and Hachin, you know what I'm saying? She was um, She was in jail and everything like that, and she went back to get her daughter, and she kind of like fought with the with herself, you know, in her inner monologue, sometimes she would feel like, am I doing this right? Am I good enough uh, of a mother to take care of her and things like that because of things in my past that I've done? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that inner monologue kind of like gave us this kind of like, you know what I'm saying, thought process. Because sometimes we do have those thoughts where am I good enough? Not necessarily, you know what I'm saying, as a parent, but just in a, as a person in general because of all the sy- systematic racism that, that, that that's put in place on us. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I feel like, am I good enough? Things like that. And you have to know, you know what I'm saying, within yourself. So I, I feel like Michiko and Hodgkin had some good um, vibes in there as well. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people don't know about Michiko and Hodgkin. I mean, like seasoned people, like seasoned anime vets, they know about Michiko and Hodgkin. But a lot of people, like a lot of my friends don't even know about Michiko and Hodgkin. It's a very good, very good anime. And I like what you said about uh, Samurai Shampoo. Like, even if you don't watch anime, that intro is enough to make you watch the whole damn show. Battle Cry is <laughs> fire. The outro is fire. So it's like, yeah, I definitely felt that. And with Afro Samurai too. And Afro Samurai, I remember the Afro Samurai era because... I was little and I was young, but I remember playing video games, watching the movies, like Afro Samurai was amazing. Amazing. But um Cam, would you like to uh chime in on this one? Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just realized I was on mute. But uh, <laughs> I you know, I honestly can't uh think off the top of my head any animes that like I felt like directly connected to my outside black life. I mean, maybe I just kind of, I guess I didn't necessarily always see it that way, but I probably have to think on it because I honestly, nothing is, uh, nothing is really coming to me. Any characters that come to mind? Like if if you would. Mm -mm. Okay. And, and I don't know, um, if you, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, our show because I've said it like before, and we've had one too many episodes for me to sit up here and tell you the exact one or where to go listen. But I, I have a thing about um, characters, like animated characters, unless they are specifically stating that this is a black character because I know um, us as black people, as we tend to be um, into anime and I think we're starting to get to be a kind of higher consumer of the higher number of consumers of uh, anime and manga. Um, I know we be wanting to see ourselves a lot. And sometimes I feel like 
people apply blackness to a character that's not black. Like sometimes <laughs> I feel like people just see like a dark brown like character and just automatically like make them black. And it's like not to say that they aren't and not to say that, you know, they are, but there are like actual legitimately like brown skinned people who are not black, who aren't black at all. And so with me, I, I don't necessarily unless I know for sure, for sure that are like a a black character because sometimes people be like, oh, they got black characteristics. Yeah, but we get people who emulate us all the time in real life and aren't even close to being black. So that's why I'm real careful with saying um who I um a character that I do believe is uh black. So that's why I try not to just necessarily just put my foot down like oh yeah that person is black but then you have um writers who do intend to make their characters like black like you you know for a fact like they've let it be known but i try not to so on that i don't just necessarily have any anime that just kind of rings out to me that applied to i guess my blackness and i don't have any characters that i'm just like gonna put down and say yeah that they they was black and that except um um shoot now that i said something i did this long-winded ass explanation <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't i thought about him but now i can't think of his name but i don't even know for sure if he's like black or he's just a a, a brown-skinned person um, what's his name in Fire Force? Ogun. You know exactly who. I'm... Yeah, Ogun. Yeah. There we go. Well, shit. No, not not Ogun. Uh, because Ogun is the actual black guy. What's the um the villain? He's he's protected. He's the protector of the pillars. Sharon. Um. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah, it's, uh, and... it's funny you brought Fire Force up because the creator of. Fire Force. He's also the creator of Soul Eater. He himself, um, I I don't know where I read this or watched this, but somebody had like a fan had asked him uh, um, about how he has black characters and his point on representation and something. And he specifically made black characters in his um, in his uh, stories because he noticed that it's not it's not prevalent in any at the time. It wasn't prevalent in anime at all. Like you never saw any black characters ever and it was he felt that yeah weird. he was like yeah that's pretty weird so th- he asked yeah he like um his uh, a, a focus of his to have black characters in his shows with like killick from uh soul eater and ogun and sharon and princess ibana and stuff like that yeah so now now that i actually got to thinking about it so i will say yeah i definitely fucks with them but um but that's a kind of tricky uh, topic when uh, manga artists, because you do have some that are like just straight to anime, but typically it starts in a manga. But a lot of manga artists, they got to be careful because sometimes, and you can look at past uh, animes, like sometimes when they try to do black people, they either do some outlandish stereotypes or is like it makes you question whether they black they're black or not and that's kind of that kind of sucks because um 
there isn't just, you know, one way to be, you know, per se, but I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to knock the aspects of being black because that's my shit. Black all day, every day. But either they end up doing some like off the wall stereotypical shit, like, bruh, like this some bullshit. Or either it's like, mm, are they black or not? And it's like, and that's terrible because it's like, Y'all know somebody just like that in real life that is black and y'all just and it makes you question because it's like, well, who do you know? Because um, a lot of these are coming out of Japan and the amount of foreigners in Japan that are black is like, what, less than two percent. And then um, and then some of the actual TV and media that they do get exposed from us. It it's kind of just doesn't necessarily just show us as a whole, I guess. Yeah, it's they get media, they, they see us, mm-hmm. and it's not really like who we actually are type stuff. I, I feel you. Yeah, because they all be dressing like uh, they hip hop culture. Yeah. They all be dressing like the <laughs> '90s New York. <laughs> like, bro, what, where you get that? Where you get that fat form from? <laughs> where you get that, Mark Jacobs? But no, that's a, that's another great point. Um, about not knowing whether a character is black or not, or if a character looks black, it's like because of some wild stuff. Like I remember, um, I remember at first there was the whole um, what's her name, the bunny hero in uh My Hero. What's her name? Uh, uh yeah, dang. like everybody is kind of just yeah. made her the. Um, it starts oh, with yeah. the M. Miracle. I think it's miracle. Yeah, miracle. It's a miracle. 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 No. Maybe, yeah. maybe I could be long, wrong, but yeah. And I know everybody is like kind of dead set on that she is black. But then I was like, I mean, it oh, does help. That just the, actually um, be. Um, it does help that the the the, the artist or- did the whole hot girl thing for mm-hmm. her. So it's like okay, yeah. And he just did recently. He did Normani. Mm-hmm. He did um. He did a, a version of an outfit that Normani had worn, and he he made it specifically known that that's who he was, um, who he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, so I guess I guess at this point she is. But then it's like um, you have those other arguments where, or not arguments, but other portrayals where it's like uh, I don't know if it was Tower of God or God of High School, but one of the characters looked black, but it turns out that their face had or body had gotten burned by a dragon. So that's why they were black, and it's like, what the, what the hell? And then even, um, even with, even though there are uh, black characters in Kuroko, no basketball, the character, um, uh, I, I don't know how to say their names. The the character is like Kobe, and he's kind of dark skinned He's not dark skinned but he's kind of like he's he's tan or whatever. I think his name is Aomine, Amine, something like that. But um, mm. his character, some people thought his character was black. It turns out that it's just, he's a streetball player, so he plays a lot of basketball. So that's why his uh, skin is darker than, than everybody else. Which is like, oh, okay, well, that kind of sucks now. <laughs> yeah. Evan, quick question, not just a too much derail. Do you think that, um, and this is kind of at everybody not even trying to take off the show, but it just got me thinking with such a high number of black people being starting to be the consumers and we've always consumed it. It's just now we're more open with it. Do you feel, do you guys feel like you're starting to see more, um, more um, mangas and animes that are starting to put 
more black people do you think they're like genuine with it or they're just hoping that we'll like kind of jump on the bandwagon and kind of consume it just because if i'm being 100 percent honest i don't even feel that um i don't see i don't feel like we're getting any more any less than what we used to get because if you look at like old anime like bebop um full metal alchemist uh let me see bebop full metal alchemist soul eater um, Black Lagoon, Black Lagoon, Afro Samurai, Samurai Shampoo. Like we've been, we've been getting, we've had uh, eras where it's like we've had black characters here and there, and I feel like this is just another era. I feel like people are starting to pay more attention with details, um, and how they're making their characters. Like it's not just black skin and that's it. Like it's black skin and like uh, dreads. Uh, uh, that's about it, actually. Dreads, <laughs> cornrows, like, but it's it's. Um, that's the it. that's the go-to style. Yeah, like <laughs> dreads dread or like cornrows or coils. Yeah. Um, or Great yeah. Pretender is an anime that has a lot of good representation of black characters. But I do think yeah. that um, I do think that's what's starting to change is that we're getting black creators, and that's really good. Like if you see Cannon Busters is like one that um, uh, predominantly black anime. Um, Neo Yokai, Jaden Smith was able to get it in, and it's whether it's good or not, you feel me, is up to y'all. But it's it's something. It's, it's a foot in the door. There's there's uh D Art Studio. We've got black owned animation studios now, so it's um it's looking good. It's not there yet though. And, and I'm not saying it's bad, that's a bad thing, blah, 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 but it's 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 just you know, filming spade for spade. It's not there yet, but it's looking good. Yeah, Cannon Buster, when I watched it, I haven't finished watching it yet because um, I think I'm two episodes left in it. But, I mean, it's a decent it's a decent anime for, like, a black anime because you can tell it's a black anime from how the song starts from the intro to the intro. Like, you can obviously tell that it's a black anime, inspired black anime, um, anime. Um, I mean, it's not bad. It just, it just needs time for it to grow and, you know, get... A, I would say the story is all right. Just needs to make it to a point that doesn't feel like you're struggling to watch it towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Cannon Buster. It, I mean, it did a good job. They got some black creators, you know, get into like being making like animates. That was like black anime. I think that's a good thing. And I also like uh, read somewhere um, they. There's a couple of black people who have a anime studio in Japan somewhere. I can't remember that name. Yeah, uh, um, so I think that's the, uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's a good thing that uh, we have some black um, pe- um, people creators like you know making anime like uh, for black black cultures and stuff. So I mean that's good. That's a good thing that we are actually like evolving to like making anime our own anime in our own like way possible. So. Um, which is a good thing. That's a fact. And um, Bo, also, you haven't, uh, I don't think you said your, uh, what, um, what characters do you feel like there are any characters that, um, when you watch, you feel like it represented, it represented black people or it represented, uh, something that you've been through, something like that, or arts, not just characters, but anything in anime that you felt you watched it and it's like, huh, that represents something that I'm, I can relate to, something like that. Um, let's see. Something that relates to me. Um, okay, so there was this one anime that I watched. 
since I play a lot of video games, it was very relatable to me. It was called um I didn't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I watched the anime and I was like, you know, that's some shit I would do. Cause you know, um if I was to like build a character in an MMORPG game, I would like max the shit out of his defense and then have at least some attack, but not low attack to the point that, you know, I could still do some damage, but I don't want to get killed easily. Like, you know, that's some shit I would do in, like, in a, like, MMORPG game. Like, you know, it was, it was it was real funny, and somehow, I don't know how she became broken at the end of the anime, because she was way too broken to be, like, uh, in that game. But, you know, yeah, that was one of the anime that relate to me. Um, now, for an anime that I could tell that, obviously, is, like, a black, black character... Um, I wouldn't say the anime in general, but the character itself. Uh, Killer B, who is obviously a black, who I feel like is a black character from like top to bottom, because dude be trying to do just rap every time he gets a chance to, yeah, and then and then in his village he be trying to like pass up flyers, like he's trying to like send out, like you know give out his mixtape to people to recognize. His beats or something, you know, I'm like, like, you know, like, killer be, yeah, like, he be trying to like get recognized. We know so many people don't understand what he's saying, but some of them do. But you know, he's just trying to like get his like recognition out there to know, like, you know, he can rap and speak some, speak some game. Um, but, you know, that's killer B for you. Like, that's the, that's the one person that I know that from his very bones, he's a black person, no matter what anyone says or think about him. He's a true black guy who just trying to. Make it out there, being <laughs> the first ra- first rapper in the in his village, you know. Um, but yeah, Killer B is is obvious black guy for me in the anime. Nah, yeah, it's funny because it's like not everybody knows Naruto. Like me personally, I grew up on Naruto, so I always have Naruto will always be uh, have a special place in my heart. And it's like everybody that's watched naruto even though it's not even like the cloud village is a big village that pertains to the story but it's like everybody loves the cloud village like everybody loves dari everybody loves i everybody loves b it's, it's like all black people right to the cloud village man <laughs> yeah. Facts, yeah if anybody if you ever ask anybody like yo what, what would you be if you was in naruto they all i promise you nine out of ten is gonna be like yeah i want to go to the cloud village <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you also like with uh, other black characters, like you got Canary from Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got sure. other black characters. Um, I guess I just I didn't know exactly like if you went like just straight up black characters or if you meant like arcs or like both. Yeah, like characters. Any anything that you just feel like, yeah, that's 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 me. That's I can relate to that. Or you feel me like that's that's for black people. I know that's for black people. Like for me, how I said um the Fishman Island arc, I was like, yeah, he's speaking. This is just about black people, something like that. Yeah, that was a, that was definitely about black people. Even though I guess they were technically fishmen, they weren't necessarily black people. But that was definitely a arc about, you know, what I'm saying about um, oppression and everything. Like um, I also like uh my favorite. I think my favorite black character outside of Afro definitely is a uh, Dutch from uh, Black Lagoon. Like, it's a show. and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> You said what? I said for not for sure. Dutch, yeah, Dutch go crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's like it's not even just like you know he black from his skin color and stuff, but his personality is everything about it is just 
is person is personified black like that that dude black for real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, real but Black Lagoon. I might have to rewatch Black Lagoon to be honest, but I love that anime to a to a T. I watch it all the time. Black Lagoon. Yeah. Black Lagoon. The second paper, man. <laughs> <laughs> the second that I heard the uh, main character when I was like, oh, that's Light Yagami. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As soon as I heard him talk, I was like, oh, shit, okay. And I sat up and I went on and just watched the shit. Nah, yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you know sometimes, sometimes, like, with these dub actors, it's like, yeah, you recognize, even though a lot of dub actors are in the same anime, it's like, oh, okay. Like, um, Garen Lagan, that's a very, uh, that's one where it's like the uh, Simon, when he gets older, that's Sasuke's voice. It's like, okay. And it's the start yeah. of the whole thing. So it was like, oh, yeah, I'm watching this. <laughs> yeah, the second that you hear that, you're like, yeah, I'm into it. It's that, like, man. well, they got sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get into our final question. And we can kind of keep this show. We kind of been going on and on, but it's been amazing. But um, we'll just go down the line. Uh, overall, why do you think black people love anime? Just a quick little... A quick little uh, outro uh, think piece on why you think black people love anime, even though we kind of talked about it this whole time. I think the reason like black people like anime is because, well, it's like I said, is it's different. Like people who watch like are used to like watching like because most of the cartoons that we watch are like from Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. We can all, I mean, we all grew up watching all of them. I mean, you can see that you know, yeah, it's all. Funny, because you know it's it's all laughters and funny when you watch Nickelodeon and uh, Captain Devil and uh, you know all those other ones. But when you watch an anime, it has a story. The anime tells a story that you keep on ask, you keep on getting you to come back. Because like when you watch like a Captain, we watch like something like Fairy Godparents or um, Danny Phantom, SpongeBob. You'd be like, oh well, that's about it. Watch the next episode. Right. Um, yeah, there's there's not nothing there's nothing like you know that once you come back. I mean, you, you you do come back to watch those movies, but just just for fun and laugh. That's about it. But when you watch an anime, you'd be like into the story. You'd be like you'd have to pay attention to detail, like you said earlier, that you make you want to like figure out what happens next. Because like anime is if you want to compare anime, anime is like watching a series. Like let's say let's give, let's say for example. Um, the one hundred. Um, mm -hmm. it's like watching it like one something like that. Like you always want, like every episode that comes out in the anime, like like it, it connects to the next to the last anime last episode. That's how that's what anime is like. Because you watch some and um, I mean, so some cartoons in America does like your injustice does like all connect episode. But most of the cartoons like you, if you watch in America, they don't really connect to the to the last episode. Like every anime that you watch, they have they have some kind of connection to like uh, each each episode has a connection to the previous episode, and then you know you'd be like um, makes you want to go back and watch it again to figure out like what how did I miss this kind of shit? Oh wait, he say wait he got, he got a kind of power. Hold on, man, let me go back and watch back and see how he got that power, or maybe I missed it somewhere. You know what I mean? Because anime anime makes you want to watch and pay attention to detail. That's that's why I think people black people will like watch anime. Like, cause you know, if it's nothing like you know, like power or fucking like a series that you know that lives in a cliffhanger, no one's gonna watch oh, it. Fact. Um, yeah, if uh, cause anime lives you in cliffhangers, that makes you want want to watch more. For oh, fact, for sure, for sure. Cam, what what is your final statement on why do you think black people overall? Why do you think black people like anime? 
think simply because one is an escape and it definitely expands the imagination and it's not just one thing that you can get into. There's there's multiple different kinds of anime and manga that you can choose to watch and read. And there's usually a fandom for it. So you can find other people who have the interest. And so if you aren't someone who just always makes friends in real life, you can usually maybe find somebody with a connection that way. Okay, that, that anime's got to be the easiest way to make a friend. You can definitely make a friend watching anime. I'll tell you that. Just say you watch anime. Some people fandoms is toxic. Yeah, that too. It's 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 definitely a pro and con. But you say you watch anime, somebody gonna fuck with you for sure. <laughs> D, what you got? Well, you, you don't have to really say. Well, first, you you don't really say you like anime. You can just say something that that's about anime, and people just obviously talk to you about it. Oh, you can just sure. say like you hear a trigger you just, word or yeah, something. You, you, you like you yeah, trigger like, like what you mean by Naruto? Hold on. Yeah, you be like <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can just say like. Naruto is the most trash anime I've ever watched. What you say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, then you can make friends like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, right. And even though people may try to make it seem like you have to be a avid like anime manga watcher reader to be really into anime, that's not true. I just want to say that you can be a casual, you know, watcher or consumer of it, but you'll find somebody on the same wavelength as you. Guarantee. I got friends that don't even... I got a friend that just watched... He only watched Demon Slayer so far, but I can talk to him about that anytime now. Like, it, anime opens opens the door to a lot. <laughs> but, um, Steve, what you got? Right. So, for my opinion is the, the early childhood of... A lot of us were like, you know what I'm saying? We watched Cartoon Network and we watched... um. We watched Cartoon Network, we watched Nickelodeon and things like that. So when, when we used to come home from school, Toonami used to come on at like four o'clock in the afternoon at first. And that's when they had their little anime block. And I think that was our first like real taste of like, yo, what is this? And then they 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 campaigned it long Toonami. enough. Yeah, Toonami with it. They campaigned it long enough and then they were like, we're going to move this to nighttime on Saturday so we can give y'all like the the, you know, like some blood and like some more unedited type mm-hmm. stuff. And I what it's really about. Like, it really started grasping because it was like, a, you know what I'm saying? For us, it, it was really Dragon Ball Z to start. You know what I'm saying? That was like the main one that everybody was on. And then it started like pretty much like barbershop talk, you know, in high school, even though it was at lunch and, you know what I'm saying, at the table. and that For lunch, it was like a, <clears throat> it was like a barbershop talk mm-hmm. almost. So, and then it spread it, you know, word of mouth. And then now you got so much content creators with RDC World and Caleb City and all uh, King Vader and things like that, like kind of like pushing it as well. So it's starting to get into that, like where it's everybody is starting to get into it. Not just like the ones that were quote unquote nerdy when we were younger. Now you got, you know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of getting into it and then cosplay. And all that other stuff where people can, you know, like girls can feel like feel like, you know, what I'm saying I can dress up like this and model it and things like that. So cosplay is starting to get into it. And that's when it's really starting to hit the ball rolling with the black culture and things like that. Fact. So that for me, for me, I feel like that's what's really pushing it. Yeah, for a fact. Anime, it, it's funny you say like how uh, like Tsunami and all that, because it was kind of like 
it's kind of like it was an experiment going right in the when with transitioning anime to the United States. Like even with four kids and Jetix, they would have Shaman King and we Pokemon, Battle Frontier, Yu-Gi-Oh, Duel Masters, all that. And it was like we was all ready to watch that. Everybody on the weekends, it was all, it was that. It wasn't nothing else. Um, but yeah, like that that childhood thing, like. And I, I feel like a lot of people, even when people try to say, oh, he wasn't a real anime fan, of I feel like a lot of people watched it. They just coming out now to say they watched it. But because now it's, it's hot. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's like, oh, he wasn't here. The whole time they probably was here. They just wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it's like, yeah. So it's like, we, it's funny because it's like, we, some people are like gatekeeping the people that's quote unquote just now since getting into anime. And then back then, people were bullying the people that were in the anime and they was watching anime too. Mm-hmm. So like you said, it's probably been full circle this whole time with everybody. Well, watching. That's that's what I was saying earlier. Like people be like, Oh, you got to be consuming like anime and manga since like day one. And it's like, yo, it's a lot of people like, and said, it's a lot of people who was fucking with it back then. They just wouldn't like, I guess brave enough to to admit it and it's funny because some of them those who like tried to gatekeep were the ones who did not come forward because you have those who are like they did they've been on it since like day one they be like okay well check this out I've seen this and another and then you have those who were like huddled in their room still pissing on themselves growing up to be adults sitting up here oh well on episode uh 300 um of naruto like who did they end up fighting like chill yeah, chill. Relax. it ain't, oh it ain't that serious <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't that serious if, but yeah if you guys then it's like lens just to prove somebody watched some shit, they ain't nobody yeah, gonna watch the shit. that's why yeah. you was, they was getting on you about it stop doing that <laughs> like at that point it's not even fun to consume it anymore it's 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 not fun and it's just like you ain't got to prove that that you you watched it. If you enjoy it, go ahead. If you want to like watch it nonstop, like you don't have any life, like Aaron, that's understandable. <laughs> but if you want to just be like catch an Stop. episode here and there, and and you don't catch it on time all the time, that's fine too. For sure, that's it's fine. That's that's the that's the the key word to all of this. It's fine. Um, it's like. My thing is, if if you was somebody that you feel me, somebody bullied you about watching anime or something, and now you seen everybody get into anime, wouldn't that be like? Wouldn't you feel happy? Like it's like yo, finally. And now you got somebody who you can relate with, yeah, and, like, and not have to hide it. it. Like if you like, oh, you but they be stuck in their ways. We was, we was watching. I understand if you seen that like in a joking matter, like oh, you wasn't here, da da da, but. Don't be maxing about it. Like, no, nah, he wasn't yeah, here. You can't they, they like. be, <laughs> some of them just be hot about it when they find out that you can, uh, they, they just be hot about it when they find out that you didn't, um, you didn't watch it or see it when they did. Like, like, calm down. Man, this, this, you know what I'm talking about? This, this is why folks didn't like you. <laughs> you said, friend, you thought people didn't like you because you watch, you were black and watch anime. No, this, this right here, what you have manifested and grown into, th- this, 
this whole thing, <laughs> this is why people don't like you and some people get turned off from wanting to even like watch it or read it. Look, at this point, at this point, you could have you could have been there and watching when you was six years old. I, I've been watching anime since I was at least six years old. I know that for a fact. And I still get told to this day that I'm not a real anime fan. So at this point, it don't even matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what you like. <laughs> do, do you, bro. Exactly. Yeah, do you. you feel like. me? But let's get yes, into yes, like what you today's like. news for, for the day, for the pod. Um, let's start. There you go. The, uh, we do both intro music. For the news. I, I got you. <laughs> Shout out to Cam, man. <laughs> I got All-Star. you. You feel me? But um, let's look at what we got here. Nickelodeon, Hasbro's Entertainment, uh, one produced new anime animated Transformers series. I haven't heard that name in a while, so this should be good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Transformers. Yeah, they're like yeah. They, I remember um playing like I used to be when I was my p in my PS2 days, and they had uh I forgot what Transformers game it was. Oh, it's gonna piss me off now. It was good too. Dang. That ruined a little moment. But at Transformers, everybody loves Transformers. <laughs> um, right. Let's see. We got Fanime Congo's virtual for his 2021 event, which is, you feel mm-hmm. me? COVID sucks, man. <laughs> Next. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon Slayer film listed with Oscar qualifying run in theater near Miami starting Friday. That's big. Demon, the, I don't know any anime that's gotten an Oscar. Do, do y'all know any anime that's gotten an Oscar? Uh, Spirited Away. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. Spirited Away. Maybe music. Studio Ghibli Goat. Spirited yeah, away. man. Spirited Away was like make the money, make the most money, and uh, <laughs> I think Demon Slayer um, actually now broke Spirited Away record of making the most. So now it's now Demon Slayer is now topped on top of um, Spirited Away of making the most uh, grossed, um, well, grossed income mm-hmm. of uh, all. So they're on top, they beat Spirited Away, which is good for them, the movie at least. Man, that movie got to be, be, I need to see that shit, because yeah. my PE teacher used to watch Spirited Away, and I know for a fact he didn't watch anime. I'm like, dang. <laughs> 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 but um, let's get into this. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins sequel manga gets uh, simultaneous, wait, did I say that right? Yeah, simultaneous English release. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins has been through a lot in terms of anime but the manga do be doing its thing so shout out to seven deadly sins um playstation 5 gets next gen vr system word so yeah so they are coming out with the playstation is not getting the next so since playstation 5 cannot do a lot of things they're like trying to upgrade the vr to like make it look more realistic than before so okay um so it is in the works uh, from what I've read. That's what's up. I mean, shoot. They just got to... I've read one thing about them being able to record uh, PlayStation parties. They just need to get rid of that. Maybe I might switch. I might probably not, but shout out to PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so did, yeah, the reason they're doing that is because I believe one kid was bullied um, on a PlayStation party and committed suicide. Oh, I can't remember the whole detail. But yeah, um... So now PlayStation 5 people can now like record um audio of people in party. PS4 cannot do that, but uh only PS5s, you know, mm-hmm. can do that, but you know. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. 
That's the, that's the whole reason they were that's going on. Man, rest easy to that man. And y'all, stop bullying y'all. Come on now. Um, let's see. Demon Slayer. Oh, we was just talking about this literally. Demon Slayer. The film passes Spirit Away as number one all-time Japanese film worldwide. That's like we said. My PE teacher watched Spirit Away, so this this movie must be the best thing since sliced bread, bro. So I, they need to hurry up and just release that thing here in the states so we can watch it and then watch this next season coming up and it's, everybody can enjoy demon slayer man <laughs> it's, it's uh, already yeah. breaking records worldwide and it ain't got released here that's yet what that's what i'm saying crazy. like yeah that's crazy <laughs> like this is some impre- unprecedented stuff <laughs> this is impressive <laughs> but um let's see what we got what we got godzilla singular point anime reveals opening song artist march 25th uh, on Netflix Japan. Netflix, I know Netflix Japan got everything in the book and it comes to anime. So if you got Netflix Japan, you was a lucky man or woman. You feel me? Listen, I'm, I'm trying to just get my life together with my fire stick so I can hey, go the fire stick across don't boundaries. Either now. <laughs> that fire yeah, because I mean, I've already got some stuff on there. I just guess need to go ahead and get me a, a VPN so I can Jump around, yeah. We, and we, do me. Steve, you think you can set that up for me? But even if you have a VPN, though, like because I can get you one. But the only thing is, when you do Netflix Japan, they don't have English. Dubs. Yeah, it's They're just, not gonna it's have just straight. Uh, so you're just gonna be watching it. And not that's okay. <laughs> At this point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna learn some Japanese. <laughs> listen, I'm at, listen. I'm bound. That's the best way to learn. <laughs> Listen, you about to use the hell out of some context clues. Mm-hmm. Like, I know something crazy happening right now. I just know it. Listen. <laughs> and don't and let me start to making it up because I sit up here and try to tell somebody the story what happened. They be like, I don't think that's right. Man, I mean, did you see it? Did you watch it? You get on Because that's what I got from it. Like, yo, y'all don't know what just happened. I've done seen it already. Y'all know what's happening. They're going to be like, what happened? Shit, y'all don't know. <laughs> that's all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, shoot. Netflix Japan probably going crazy. Y'all lucky ass, man. That's besides the point. All right. The Promise Never <laughs> Trash game app launches in. Oh, my fault. The Promise Neverland game app launches in the spring. The Promise Neverland. I don't even care, bro. Read the monster. Wait, hold in a game? Yeah, it says they have a game app that's launching in the spring. But uh, if it's anything <laughs> like we know the Promise Neverland right now, it's not going to be according to the manga. So it's just going to be some bullshit. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't finish that manga because I was like, man, season two going to be lit. And now I'm pissed off. I should have just bro. been, should have been done read bro. that manga. <laughs> I watched, I, bro, cause the I don't read, bro. Hey, everybody that know me know that reading is not my thing. I do it now cause I didn't see what BS anime will pull. But I read, I read the Promise Neverland cause it was like season two is getting pushed back due to COVID. I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm not waiting. You, I don't know what, what you thought this was. I waited four years for Attack on Titan season two. I'm not waiting for the Promise Neverland season two. So I didn't read the manga. And the manga was great. And season two is finally here. I was excited. First four episodes is cool. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa why are they raiding the, the, the hideout already? What, whoa, what's going on? A time skip? Norman, what? This is not supposed to happen right now. Where is this? Where's that? Where's this? And I find out that they skipped the whole arc. So I can't back up the Promise Neverland no more. I just can't do it. 
But uh, <laughs> hopefully y'all get y'all thing together. The promise never. I don't know. But let's go to the last one. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, season one, Hunter X Hunter seasons one through three. Um, they leave Netflix. You, wow, they're gonna leave Netflix. Uh, US on March seventh. Oh wow, that's uh, Hulu is really about to take over if y'all do some shit like this. I'm just saying, Netflix, this is not a good look. <laughs> What's going on Netflix? Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure season one and Hunter X Hunter season one through three is gonna leave uh, Netflix on March seventh. Oh hell no! Exactly. That, that's crazy because they just released that JoJo's um that Netflix exclusive or the Netflix original JoJo's um spinoff thing. With Rohan, oh, they released it. Um, thing, yeah, it just, it just got released like a couple days ago. Oh wow! But why they gotta like, take this one off though? Like that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you got premium JoJo content on your thing for Netflix exclusive. And now you why about would to you mess take it all off? up? Jeez, you can't do shit right now, <laughs> Netflix. You, you took Dead Man Wonderland <laughs> off. You took uh, you took a lot off. To be honest, you used to have a lot of good shit. You still got good shit on there. Don't get me wrong, but come on, stop taking shit off. People are just gonna go to Hulu. <laughs> but um, but that's your news. I don't, for today. I don't think nobody going to Hulu. I'm going to Hulu. Shit. <laughs> Hulu. I But um, that's that's today's news. Uh, before we end this podcast, we're gonna do our final words. We're just gonna go uh, go down the line here. Um, Bo, got any final words for everybody? Um, so each one, um, I play a lot of video games on the wall, so I play with the Lost Tommy as well, uh, half the time. So if you want to join, if you want to uh, see me play some games that I play by myself, I play a lot of games, you know, like uh, single player games and like um, horror games or whatnot. You can follow me at Bo Don Did It, um, on Twitch, and then uh, you know, watch me, um, scare myself or be surprised at a game. So, um, but yeah, that would be that. And then you can also follow me on Twitter, uh, Boris No Kojo. Uh, I t- tend to, I'm starting to tweet a lot, so I tend to tweet about shit about anime and video games. So if you're like, you know, looking for shit, like, um, I do post a lot of stuff about that. So keep a shout out, you know, look out for my post and then give a shout out to our, po- uh, our pod, uh, Twitter as well, uh, the It Mob. Don't be, aff- don't be shy to say, you know, recommend shit or like, access things that you want to talk about, you know, so we can talk about it on our pod, you know, because we like talk about a bunch of shit that we don't really care about, but, um, you know, um, but yeah, um, that's about it. That's what I have to say. Yes, sir. I'm going to need a, uh, make sure you leave the, uh, name in the chat too, so I can follow you on Twitch. All right, bet, bet. Uh, Miss Cam, would you like to say your final words? I can say it's, uh, Thank you guys for having us. I guess uh, <laughs> we behaved. I guess we did a little something. Nah, this was lit, right? right? This was, it was just great vibes. Yeah, you know, you know. Like I said, Steve didn't have to be here, and he could have went with uh, your co-host. But you know, again, thank you for having us. I I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the interaction, and uh, we'll have to do this shit again. We'll definitely have to do this shit again. And like I said earlier, you ain't got to be an avid watcher. You can just be a casual watcher. You know, it's fine either way. Yeah. Hey, hey Steve, I know you got some final words. They've they, they been coming at you all, all day. 
coming up, man. This, I'm used to this. I, if you ever see me on Twitter, <laughs> if you see me on Twitter, it's nonstop all day, every day because I wear socks when I go to bed. So, uh, uh, then, hey Cam, everybody, you, you can say it again. You was right. My fault. I, I said that. <laughs> 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 I, I be trying to tell y'all, and you know, I'm like, he what? just that can't Steve. Be I was in your rocking. corner, and then you brought up socks in the bed. That not listen. He's like, a, he's like a walking wing worm. That's, <laughs> that's that's what he is. That's he's like a walking wing worm, and it's just like before you know it, it's spreading <laughs> on you, and you don't know where it came from. And there's Steve. Oh Lord, Steve. <laughs> nah, but yeah, what's I mean, your final words, man? Um, follow uh, me, Scuba Steve one four two eight on Twitter. Follow the page, the podcast page, inside the mind of a blurred. Um, I think the plot, the ad is uh, the blurred mind pod on Twitter. Um, interact with us, man. Shout out to Aaron um, and you, man, for having me on, having us on. Really, shout out to uh, Alpha and A for not being here. You know, what I'm saying they still. Look- the homies and shit like that. Uh, read Undead Unluck. Um, watch One Piece. And um, shit. Be on the lookout for, you know, more stuff. Uh, those sneaky links with us, Mebo and um, the Lost Homie. Yes, so sir. Other than that, got nothing. Yes, sir. And I, I totally forgot to throw out my, uh, my social media. If you guys want to uh, follow and interact with me, you guys can definitely uh, either find me through the blurred mind, um, the blurred uh, Twitter, or you can go directly to my Twitter, and that's uh, Misha KT on Twitter. So yeah, you guys can definitely uh, bit kick it with me and catch the kikis and the hehees. Oh, for sure, y'all, y'all better go follow all three of these amazing, these amazing people and their podcasts. And with that being said, y'all, I enjoyed having y'all on this podcast. I thank all y'all for coming. And this was fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, make sure. Yeah, we didn't do this again. Oh, what'd you say? I didn't hear it. We didn't do this, we didn't do this again. I know for, for a fact, bro. I'm, I'm here for the arguments, the debates, the good and the bad. Let's get it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> man, thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for uh, being here. Uh, all y'all fans out there, make sure y'all follow us, uh, Black Anime on uh twitter make sure y'all follow hbcu anime on twitter and with that being said y'all we are out thanks for being here